you can't prepare anything because you never know not just what the other person's going to do, but what the scenario is going to be. How's the day going to be? Set How are you going to feel? How- yeah. Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Theory. Hey. Hey. What's happening? What's going on? You're in a new room, Theo. Look at you. Look at this. <laughs> you said you put on three pounds already. Three you pounds know. already. I'm doing it nice and Peter. slow. <laughs> All in my hair. Um, yeah, hey, I'm in a new room in the, you know, we're still in the rental house till we move into the new house. Um, She's got me in a closet at this point. I was gone for so many months. She was like, let me tell you where your new area <laughs> you're in is. there. Yeah. This is where you're going to do it with Kim. I don't want to hear you. Um, <laughs> so you're going to be in there. But how, uh, is, how is it, man? How are the kids? How's the pups? How, 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 how's the new dog? How's Megan? How are you? So it's interesting. Come let me on. Tell you. Welcome home. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a. Uh, it was interesting, man. You go from if this is for anyone who has kids or yeah. or or just a really active life. I want you to I want you to think about something for a minute because it's hard to say if you can't think about it. Look at this hair. It's nuts still. Okay. So think about this. My life is pretty chaotic, like like everyone's, you know, especially I have a three and a five year old. I got, you know, a brand new rescue dog. Um and and we're moving. It's and, full know, on for you, full little on. brother. It's full on. I went away in a situation that will never occur again. You and I talked about this. Three months. You know, I said it on the last lockdown. Show, lockdown. No going to the grocery store. No going to the dry cleaners. No doing anything. Getting everything delivered. Going to set. Coming home. Going to set. Coming home. Going for staying walks. Going safe, for runs. Staying smart in this crazy world. Yeah. And just out. just fully isolated. Yeah. I came home to. Two wildlings. My kid, my sons are right. And the new dog who's a puppy is and everybody's just it, it's almost like they're flying at a million miles an hour. And you just go, wait a second. Two minutes ago, I was like watching YouTube videos about thermodynamics and like you know, quantum physics. Break out of that room forever, and then wait a minute. Maybe I need to go back for a second. Maybe everyone needs to go into like <laughs> isolation for like two days a week or three days a week, but whatever. But, you know, I got to tell you now that I'm back in, it's almost a week. It's like five, six days. Um, and, you know, eating normal again, back to, you know, running and the routine and working out. Banana more. bread, baby. Banana bread. She made uh she made these chocolate muffins this morning that uh that are oh, that are crazy. Um, I, can I was, smell them from here. Yeah, I was, you know, I was taking the butter knife, cutting out the <laughs> the, 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 the ends to trick because I like the burnt stuff. I was uh, so do I. Isn't that weird? I do. I love the burnt stuff. <laughs> I just like that. So uh, you know, and the kids are sitting there watching, you know, Moana and Meet the Robinson, all these movies. And did they the, look at their dad and go? Go, hi, Dad. Uh, I got it. I got to tell you something that was pretty cool. What they came was that to, moment like, bro. Well, I got to tell you, they came to get me at the airport. Three months for a five-year-old and a three-year-old. More for the five-year-old, Kane. He 
came to the yeah. back of the truck when I was putting the luggage in. I had, you know, I took my mask off and all that. I was flying with the, you know, the double mask on. I don't, I don't know what the protocols are now. I didn't know if I should go in an outbreak suit or a football right. helmet. I didn't know what, what you're supposed right. to do on planes anymore. Right. So I came down. Oh, Allie's entered the waiting room. There she is. All right. We got time. I Hold see. on. Hold on. We'll get to that. We'll get Here's to a that. moment. Here's a moment I'll never forget. Kane and Arlo came to the back of the truck. And uh, can you hear me? Yeah, beautifully. Yeah. Hold on. on. So Kane and Arlo came to the back of the truck. Yeah. And for some reason, my screen's not switching here. Kim, hold on. I'm talking. Hang on. Yeah, I'm not switching anywhere. What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Do you want me to talk to see if it switches back? Well, it's not switching to me, Kim. And that's the one that people either. care about. They can only hear me. Why? Maybe it's switching and we don't know it, but that's okay. So I'm just going to finish and then we'll see what happens. All right. um, and uh, when he came up, when he came up to the back of the car, he came up and he, we looked at each other and he started crying and I started crying and we were both crying. And it was uh, it was an incredible moment. It was an incredible moment to see Kim. Yeah, you're not switching. Is that what you're worried about? And then we're after, back on. We're recording. Are we recording again now, Theo? We're recording again. This is two weeks in a row. Is somebody trying to tell us something? Yeah, we're getting too big for our own britches, man. I know. I don't know. And speaking of too big, I did want to talk about something quickly. Yeah. Apparently, I can't see myself on screen, but hopefully, I look good. Here's here's what you do look good. I can see you in the little box, little box that I'm in. What's in the box? Um, Okay, so check this out. I know you don't like looking at yourself the whole time. You're uncomfortable. Look at you. Well, actually, I'm just looking at you, which is better for me. Got it. I just see you in the big screen up there with the green dedication to Ireland, even though this is a writer's shirt. It's to Ireland, which we'll talk about when we get into reviewing the episode. We're going to review the episode later. Um, yeah. We're going to bring uh, Ali, the great Ali Walker, the uh, the great one, the greatest villain ever on TV, proven again by uh, the episode we're about to review. The queen of the bad guys. My goodness. And she really outdid herself in this episode, which is called. Do you want me to try it right now? Please. Okay. It's called No Triablode. No tree bloody. What does it mean? Northern Ireland. It means the troubles. Mm. The troubles. You're always good at looking these up. Go ahead. Yeah. No, it's just boom. I mean, I just put that in there and it came. The right troubles out. in the Gaelic troubles. or something. What is it? Uh, maybe it's, it's, it's in Irish probably, but may, I'm not sure it's Gaelic, but sure. Why not? But it's definitely the troubles in Northern Ireland with the uh, Protestants and the Catholics and oh, it went on for decades and decades and decades. Thank, thank goodness. It's uh, kind of hopefully in the back seat now. Okay, so she's tremendous on that. We're very excited to have her on. Everybody else is very excited. But before we get the great, stupendous, crazy character, Allie Walker on, uh, Agent June Stahl, you and I are going to be launching the same day this comes out, which is this is the season two finale called non Yeah, you did it. Yeah. non Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, Allie's on it. 
And then yeah. at the same day, yeah, we're going to be launching our new show, yeah, Theory with uh, Theo Rossi and Kim Coates on Patreon, yeah. which is basically um, not a totally different show. It's basically what you and I are doing now, just without the reviews. And we're going to be talking about everything. And I know that you and I have a ton of stuff that we've been wanting to talk about that we do talk about offline um, and that we're now just going to record. But that's not all it is. We're going to be doing that new much show. Much more than that, little bit. It's much more than that. Um, we're going to be doing that new show. And then for the people that come with us in this, there's a couple of things that are going to be, and I'm getting them sent to me uh, before the launch as this builds up. There's going to be three right. different tiers. Right. There's going to be the prospect, the nomad, and the and the uh, and uh, something is it the else. The club club member. I don't even know if it's a club member. I don't even know. Oh, it's a Reaper Crew. The Reaper crew. There you go. Right. Prospect and, Nomad Reaper crew. Love yeah. And those are the three different tiers of, of, of coming on to this thing on Patreon. And ultimately the, the main thing that's really cool on the first level, that's going to be for every level is we're going to do a thing called discord. Do you know what discord is? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Alice just texted me. I'm sorry. I just had to say that uh, I'm letting her know that we're coming, coming in two minutes. Tell her. Two minutes. I just want to talk about this Discord thing because yeah. I just found out about it. I just watched the video about it. Ultimately, it's going to be like this group, this yeah. big group um, thing that happens on Patreon with all the members that we're also going to be a part of. You, me, and not just me and you, but Justin, Caesar, anybody who's part of the team. And it's like this online, like on Patreon, like basically club, like chat. And everybody's yeah. just talking about different subjects. Yeah. And then we can pipe in when we want. And you can even do it in uh, in audio, like by sending like audio uh, responses or just, you know, text responses. Um, so that's going to be on. And people can do different subject matters. So once you're a member, you'll have that, the Discord Good. group. They're going to have, this is a big one, uh, early access to all the merch. So super early access to the merch. Yeah. Early access to our Reaper reviews, which is be, you know, like we've been doing available everywhere, but you'll have it a day earlier. Cool. Um, and uh, and then the cool thing is for the for the Reaper crew group, they're going to be getting uh, this is one thing we've been toying with is uh, it's so new. Of, you're looking it up right now. So yes. It's so new I don't know us. anything. We're, it's brand new. Just, it's all happening today. It's all happening right now. Like right now. So ultimately. Uh, in the Reaper crew, you get everything that's in the prospect and nomad tiers, but you get credit as a Reaper crew producer of the podcast. Your name gets listed at the end of the YouTube videos. And then basically you get better billing than I do. Jeez. Yeah. And then not just do you get heaven's sakes, you can suggest all the topics for the discord channel. Plus you can suggest topics for us to discuss and talk about. Good. Plus all the Reaper, you know, the Reaper crew uh, store merch and all that stuff. And uh, and oh, and then the other thing in the Nomad group and uh, not in the first group, but in the Nomad group, the Reaper crew group, you get access to the live monthly Q&A that you and I are going to do. We're going to do a live oh, monthly. I'm going to be working you don't my know ass off now. How, yeah, how you're going to have to work. find the time. No, you got to work. You might be doing this from the toilet. <laughs> Speaking of, OK, you know what, Theo, that's going to be Wednesday, April the 14th. We're launching it. Everything. Wednesday, April 14th. And Theo and I will continue 
to, to make this easier for everyone to know how to join, why they're joining, all the special shit that you and I are going to continue to do for all our fans out there in the family and the fam crowd. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Now we've got to get to her. Let's go. We're bringing her in. Here we bringing go. Her in. Let's, Bring her in. let's hope that this thing works. Here we go. Here we go. Allie Walker connecting to audio. That's connecting to audio. Can you hear me? Oh, wait. I, gotta hear oh, I can hear you. <laughs> Where is she? There you are. <laughs> oh my God. I had to down. I got a new computer and it's, everything's really fast. Allie Walker. Wow. You we just watched amazing. you last night. <laughs> How are you guys? You look great. Thank you. You look amazing. It's, this is so bizarre to us. I just want to start by saying, first of all, Allie how amazing this is. fucking Walker. Oh my God. <laughs> Allie, you know we've never watched the show, and we started this thing during. The I haven't pandemic. watched it. I don't watch it. <laughs> I got to tell you something. We've never watched it, and now we're watching it. Uh-huh. And I understand why everybody was so nuts about it. And you've oh, never watched. You got to watch this show. I was it's- telling Kim earlier. I saw like yeah. a snippet. I was like, "Man, I should go see what episode they're doing." And I watched like a trailer or something. And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's the one where I kill that guy's son." Oh my god, it's amazing! But it was so cool looking. It was like a Marlon Brando kind of thing. crazy. It's yeah. crazy. You, you, I, I, and I know you never really. It's so weird. Again, Kim and I are figuring this all out. You were such a giant, giant. part of giant. the show. Really. Like the biggest looming presence for the first three years of anyone on that show. We 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 have never, and coming from me and even uh-huh. Theo playing the bad boys that I've played, Allie, I I now get it. <laughs> I, I now understand the lunacy and the hate love for you and your incredible talent to play oh. Agent June Stahl the way you did. Now that Theo and I have watched all oh, the shows from you. one, two, and three. No, you're you're oh, beyond brilliant. You're so sweet. Oh, it's so good. Beyond girl. It's so good. It's so good. What was it like for you, Allie? Come on, share. Um, What was it like for me to play June? It was really different from anything I'd ever done. I mean, I'm usually, you know, the smart girl or the quirky girl or the, you know, I'd just come off of an HBO show when I did that, where it was all about intimacy. So the acting was really stripped down and raw. You know, you're just like very emotional, very vulnerable. And then, uh, it was weird because I came on that show and, and Kurt had a real, you know, he had originally envisioned her to be this sexy, like, I'm going to, you know, she wanted to get Hale in bed all the time and everything. <laughs> and I don't know what happened. At one point, I just kind of snapped and made her hate men, <laughs> yeah. especially yeah. bad men, because she was in a man's world. Yeah. And she just, she was ferocious. I just became, I don't know what happened with that character. I just kind of. You know, Kurt's a really good writer. He must have seen something in me or something because I just became like, you know, kind of vindictive and ferocious, and I loved it. And would I just he, look would like he would he sorry yeah. Theo would he would he tell you at the beginning of season now, two or three what was going to happen with you? No, and it was really weird because I was only supposed to come on for a couple of episodes. Wow. They said two or three episodes max. If wow. you do it. And I'd known Kurt before. And I was like, yeah, sure, man. I'll do whatever, you know. Um, and she was originally written as kind of this sex pot, you know, tough agent, ATF agent. And I th- I kept getting this really weird feeling, honestly, the whole time that I was disappointing Kurt. 
Because he wouldn't really talk to me. Sutter had I, that thing going on. I was <laughs> like, am I overacting? Is my no, he made everybody feel like that. You know, am I really bad here? You guys can tell me the truth. And, you know, like, but nobody said anything. So I was just like, you know, blanket. I was just like, okay, well, I'll just do her, you know? And I just did her and went home. You know, it was really, it was crazy though. It was, cra- it was fun, man. It was a really wild ride. But Ali, I got to tell you something, and and I've been fortunate enough since then, and even a little before then, to play some of these wild characters. You look like you had so much fun, like when oh, you yeah. like you were you were doing things that my favorite thing in acting. And Kim and I talk about this all the time: is when a character comes on screen, you don't know what's going to happen. You're yeah. like, what is going to yeah. happen? Are they going to yeah. laugh? Are they going to cry? <laughs> Are they going to punch you? Are they going to do this? Right. And you, when you came on as that character, it was completely unpredictable. Everything that happened in her nature, whether it be her relationships, grabbing Unser's crotch or like literally like, you know, shooting people and then your humor, your humor amongst (laughs) the tough ATF calculating, thinking in front of the screen, what you're going to do next. Sometimes when you were put in a pickle, you always had humor underneath. It was just crazy, Allie. Thank you. Oh my God, you guys make me feel so good. Um, yeah, you know, I think June was really, really sharp cookie, you know, and I think she was like a cat with, with mice. That's how I likened her. I'd think in my head. Like, oh, there you go. Just yeah. watching them, let them hang themselves and I'll help them along down the road. And that, you know, ultimately was her undoing. She just thought she, you know, by that point, she, she destroyed so many people and betrayed everybody that she just thought she could keep doing it. But, you know, they got wise to the cat. So it was really fun, you know, and I, I mean, we've all known people like I think a lot. I don't know about you guys, but when I act, I like start doing things like she was very surprising to me. And honestly, a lot of it has to do with Kurt's writing because it was so good. But I would just find myself just like just being so um, different than anything I'd ever thought of or done. And I found myself sort of mimicking people that I really didn't like very much that I, you know, that were very arrogant and very like, like the breath intake. A lot of people got that. They're two people that I've had to be around that, that are very, I don't, did you come up with that? Like what the hell? I did it naturally, dude. It was, I mimicked these. Okay. I mimicked this guy who I had to deal with for a long time and he was so arrogant and he'd always talk to, it's a a way of talking down to people like this bores me. (laughs) And I didn't know I was doing it. And I was like, what they don't like and i started reading like on twitter like why the fuck is she breathing in every time oh, and i was like so good. i'm doing that so i don't know if you guys ever have ever done that but i just found myself pulling in characteristics that i didn't know that i had like thought about or watched and i was kind of mimicking things you know and it was just really fun Theo, i don't really i don't fun. i don't know if you know this ally but <laughs> when rossi came up with this idea to do theory with him and and myself and and now that we're kind of exploding everywhere, we're bringing on beautiful guest stars like you to talk oh, about the awesome. experience. Thanks. Theo, Theo, and I had seen maybe a third of the shows. Certainly, uh-huh. every premiere, every finale, and a few sprinkled. Now that we have seen one, two, and three, this is our final episode of the first three seasons that we have to review. We've seen all your stuff, all oh. of it. How and is it? it? All of it. You do go at the end of season three, as you remember. Yeah. And I'm telling you, Walker, I, I get it now. I oh, get so why cool. you were in infamy of the fans of going, fuck, no, no, get her. 
you were just amazing. But at the oh, same yeah. time, but at the same time, what's so brilliant is you have these moments where I don't remember what season it was. Maybe it's two. I think it's the beginning of two where when you get out of the car, like, and you, everybody's having a party, you're kind of cool with everyone where they're, you're on their level. Yeah, like it's like, yeah. it's almost like everybody understands each other, but at the same time, just like this episode, I just watched last night, season two, first time I remember seeing it is at the same time, you'll set up Gemma and throw the gun to her and always calculating when she shot Edmund. And just like when she shot her partner, always calculating, like there's always stuff oh, yeah. going on. Yeah. And I think that why the fans and listen, I always say this show is so ahead of the game in in so many ways, in so many ways, in the in the character, uh, the way, you know, just the show of how powerful the women were. Just the the way you guys fit together was bizarre. I mean, you don't see that. I was like, wow, they really flow, you know, and usually tell tell them what you said to me this morning, Allie, just about the eight of us, nine of us walking out of the just like I just saw this trailer. I was like, I got to watch this. So I just and it was you guys. Just walking out of this place and just like the looks and the, the, it was just very hip. And it reminded me of Marlon Brando, that whole mm-hmm. era of like that masculinity, yeah. which I don't think you see yeah. a lot of anymore, where there's this camaraderie between men, but there's this like bang there, you know, they're like guys, guys. And it was like, it was really, and that's not to say that guys aren't that way in other shows, but you guys just fit together effortlessly. And I was like, oh, wow, they were all really good together. Cause I didn't get, like, I didn't get, like, I knew you guys probably the best of anybody because a lot of the guys wouldn't even talk to me. A lot of the guys yeah. remained in character <laughs> and they treated me and I was like, hey guys, how's it going? You know, and then it would be like, yeah, whatever, you know? And I was like, oh my God, except for Charlie. Charlie and I were pretty close, but, uh, but I didn't really get to know anybody. But then when I watched you guys kind of snap into place with each other, it was just kind of, it's, it was kind of a magical casting actually, I think on that show because Everybody, Wendy, Wendy O'Brien, Theo, Theo talks about yeah. this all the time. Yeah. Wendy O'Brien, putting yeah. us all together, all the faces and the sizes and the heights, yeah. and the, we were all just really talented men and women. And and I, I think it different. started with you know the Oz, Sopranos, The Wire type. When yeah. you take all these character actors, yeah. The Shield is obviously one of the greatest examples. The greatest, and I, yeah. I remember when they were casting that, and it was called The Barn. And, and, you know, yeah. you had Chickless coming from the commission. You had yeah. all these guys who nobody knew, but, yeah. but we knew they were really good actors. Brilliant actors. And then you put them all together and you go, okay, let, let them do their thing. Yeah. And Sean writes that show in it. And it becomes this group of character actors who are so happy to just be on screen that they're going to elevate everything they're in. You know, KJ. yeah, they're amazing, and that's what I think with Sons of it. Just do the work. I mean, I just do my work. I've always just I go to work, I do my job, I yeah. just try to do the best I can. You know, and it's not like it, it, it. And you could really feel that sort of commitment to doing the work on the show. You know, and it was so good. when when you get it, when you when you get it, you know you're going to do. It. You say, oh, okay, we're going to do two, three episodes. Sure, I'll do whatever you want. But then it goes for because remember, this is back in the day of six months on, six months off. Six, so yeah. for. Three years, over yeah. three and a half years, yeah. you're playing June Stahl. Yeah. And this is kind of infancy of social media really popping yeah. the way it yeah. is. That was the beginning of it. Yeah, it's the beginning of it. People have to wait. Did you see people who were like the hate love towards Oh, Stahl? yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I had people in real life. It was kind yeah. of strange because I've always had people be really, people have been really kind to me. You know, people will come up to me and say, I loved you in Profiler. You know, I love telling me you love me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were 
have always been really genuine and, and nice to me. And, um, dude, I started going, <laughs> I started getting guys who were like 20, 18 and 20 years going, you are such a bitch. <laughs> and I was just yeah, like, yeah. like I'd be in the mall or going to a movie and I'd be like, thanks. You know? <laughs> and then they'd be like, but they were cool because they were like, I love you, but you're, I hate you. You're such, and women too. And it really, the kind of like, it was, it was a little overwhelming. Cause I was like, I mean, profiler was pretty overwhelming too. Cause yeah, that yeah. was, you know, that had a lot of followers or what, you know, people watching it, but yeah. this was a whole new group of people and they hated her yeah yeah like they really hated her like it, some it, of the letters were not i got a lot of letters you know the people at the at the studio were like look you gotta you gotta be aware you're getting a lot of hate mail and i was just really? like really oh, <laughs> i was God, like I hate hearing that. but it's yeah, funny it's weird. You, you bring up the profiler and it's true like tv has changed so much right like we even right. talk about sons who had like 15 million people watching or something with their the that's lot, a lot you know, that, yeah. that doesn't happen anymore. Like, no, I had 21 million people watching me on Profiler every Saturday night for, you know, and it's just, I mean, when you think about how yeah. many, I mean, go on Netflix, go on any of these streamers and there's like 4,000 shows. Yeah. So it's like really, I'm really happy that we were able to like kind of capture a market without yeah. it being so dilute, you know, that you just don't even, you know, you really have to work hard to stand out. Yeah. And I was telling someone this last night, it's why they feel so close to you. Because see, now if yeah. us three were to binge watch a show, let's say in two weeks or a week, right? we don't live with the people. We don't no. know them as well. So somebody goes, how was the show? We go, it was good, right? It was pretty yeah. good. And unless it's a high profile name, and even if it is, you only know them as who they are outside of the show. Yeah. But when, but when you're living with people for seven years, yeah. And you're and you're taking six months off with them, and then you're coming back to them. They feel like they're part of your family. So when they see you out yeah. or see you in anything, you become so real. To really, them. you become yeah. very real to them. And yeah. that's why I think Sons really maybe Game of Thrones is kind of the end. Walking we, Dead will be the. I end think you're right. We were, I think we, you're right. We I really think that. you're right. I mean, it's a serialized thing where every week you look forward. I mean, how many people watched ER and Friends? It was because you were looking forward to that next week. We yeah. were all sharing it at the same time. Now you can get a whole season of this, a whole season of that. You get beginning, middle, and end right away. It's almost like watching a really long movie, yeah. you know, in, in some cases. And you're not like held, holding on for that next. At least I don't. I usually just wait till no, they're all wrapped it's, up. It's, all, it's all true. And if, and if you think about this, when we would – wrap the show on television on fx on john's network it was the end of november beginning of december mm -hmm. those fans after watching what's ha what happened in this finale that we'll talk about in a minute ali with theo and i will but what happens at the end of that show those fans had to wait nine months I nine know. to I see know. It in september think about that right theo like yeah, nine no it, it's months. it's it's unbelievable. And I think what it does is, again, it makes you think about them all the time. Your brain actually has to think. So then you're thinking about like Stahl. Why did Stahl do that? She set up Gemma. I can't believe it. And they get I mad know, and then they go I through know. all these emotions. And then when you pop back on screen nine months later, yeah. they have a relationship towards that character right now. Now, what it's done is it's really changed acting in a way because you can just plug in any actor into a show because there isn't this sustainability of an artist, right? You don't, you don't yeah. need to have. So I think that 
we're so fortunate, and especially you with the shows before it and, and us with, you know, all the movies and shows oh, before it yeah. is, we come from a different era of the oh, way yeah. things are. And you're, you're able to get into people's subconscious more. And yeah. I think, and I think that us watching this now is it, first of all, watching it with the style and, and the way it is, it feels like it's a hundred years ago. Yeah, and at the same time, it's really relevant. I don't know if you can get away with half the stuff that's on the show now in today's world. I don't think you can, but I do think that it pushed a lot of boundaries, but for you, like when I, when I look at that character, like one of the things that stands out was that stuff with Otto was brutal that you had to do <laughs> brutal. Like the stuff yeah. I had to do with you, Manson, the stuff he had to do with his daughter and all that, but the stuff you did with Otto where he's smashing your face and, your character was always in it and you were getting like uh, yeah. some of the most gritty stuff you were doing. How, how was your stunt gal, Allie? She must've been amazing. Oh, my stunt gal was amazing. She was like, great. Amazing. I mean, I couldn't believe she did that. I was just like, well, are you okay? <laughs> you know, right. She, yeah. It was crazy. That, that was, I think that's when June really committed, you know, when she says, I'm going to kill these out. What does she say? I'm going to take them out or something like that. I'm going to take them all out. Yeah. She's just like, okay, that's it for you. And I think that starts, you know, her loss of of humanity kind of track where the only thing is get them. The only thing. And it was really watching that girl, you know, do that. I was just like, just, you know, because you imagine it's real when you're the actor and you're imagining. And it it was, it was pretty gross. It was pretty ugly. You know, I have to. To, to to go to the next one, I have to I have okay. to know. In the car with Opie. Yeah. At the end of Amazing. the train ride. Amazing scene. You're in that car. He's behind you. Ryan Hurst is behind you. Tell us about that day. Just tell us about what you remember about that day. So you know, I've um <laughs> that was that was tough. Um that was really it was sad because I was leaving the show and um I love Ryan because I I've known Ryan before outside of you know the whole Sons of Anarchy thing, and uh, Kurt didn't talk. Kurt directed that episode and didn't really talk to me. And then you know I don't like to talk to people. Right. I don't like I don't like to talk to people before I do it. You know right. I, I and I don't. When I was younger, I used to plan things out, and I stopped doing that. I stopped doing that like 20 years ago because it would get in my way because other people don't react the way you think they're going to react. And so I became like, I would do a lot of work in my head, like just imagining it. And then I let it go. And then I try to show up and see what happens. I always like to like jump off a diving board when I act. Such great advice. Such great advice. Then it's fun for me because otherwise it's boring for me if I, because I don't want to do it if I have to go, um, um, um. And, you know, Kurt was like, okay, well, you know, you got to do this. And I said, yeah, yeah, I got it. And I didn't know what I was going to do. I had no idea what I was going to do. And, uh, and then I just went into the moment and I was like, you know, like <laughs> you start thinking those thoughts, like they're not going to really kill me, they're, you know? And like, you get in it, man, I just did it. I don't even remember. I just remember right. being like, right. it was intense. And, you know, I mean, it's like that when you have to be very emotional in scenes. The worst thing you can do is go, I'm going to cry here. That's right. You'll never cry. Never. You just, you just have to be in the moment cry. and be like, you know, cry. actually, I tell That's myself, right. don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. And then I'm bawling my eyes. You know, right. I just, I don't know. I just jumped off the edge there. And, you know, and then Kurt was like, okay, great. That's it. Yeah. You know, I had to maybe do a couple of pickup shots from the side. Yeah. And I was just like, all right. And that was it. And, and I, the brilliance, I went home. <laughs> the brilliance of that scene, the brilliance of it is, 
right before it, you and Unser are sitting outside and he sparks the joint and he goes, yeah. you really should have You really this. should have, have this. Yeah, I know. It's great. And that you I don't even know what's yeah. going on. You great don't even writing. know why he's saying yeah. that. No, I just treat him like he's an idiot. I remember thinking, you're such an idiot, you know, because she had that, you know, that I've won kind of attitude all yeah. the time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that next scene was pretty gnarly. And and again, I thought, I, and it was right with the Jimmy O stuff and all that. And it was the culmination right. of this is why right. we're doing this show in the first three seasons. So we're, we're finishing those first three right. and then we'll go to four, five, six, and then we'll do seven kind of as its own. On its thing, own, yeah. As its own, because it's really its own thing. And the show really started to change dramatically. But one thing that didn't change was to me, Agent June Stahl is not just the top villain. And I'm not, I'm not, I would say that to anyone. I've been saying everybody knows who listens to it. The reason is, is because no other villain had the longevity in a way. You were part of the show. Like Zobel was one season. And then who was it after that? Uh, That bad cop who came in for one season. Yeah. You and know. then, and then really it was playing Jack. Oh, really? Wow. There was no no. There was Zobel no. Zobel was one season, only season two. That's it. That's it. Oh wow! I thought he was there for a you, long. Time. You were there for three seasons, darling. Oh wow! We never, That's so cool to never, know. Oh, thank ever, you guys. Yeah, we never had anyone no. with that oh, longevity. Wow. Never. I had no idea. I mean, I just figured there were running characters. Because, see, I would show up for like a day or two at work and go home. I didn't know anything about, you know, and I'd just be like, oh, that's weird. Oh, yeah, Titus, who played Jimmy O, one season. I mean, really, you. One season? Yeah, you were on top of the mountain with the bad guys. I mean, Theo and I talk about this all the time. Oh, that's so cool. Thank you. Huh? Theo and I talk about this all the time about how, you know, the the bad things that sons, that that we did, the selling guns, this, that. But there was always, it seemed to be someone darker than us. (laughs) Someone badder than us. That you would still cheer for the bad boys that we were at the end of the day. And you, my darling, were responsible (laughs) at the top of the mountain for those first three seasons. And we we uh we fucking loved you, man. We loved you. Thank you. Thank you so much. much, So much. You you have to understand that to to me, and again, I, I say it time and time again, when there's someone who comes on screen. And you never know, not just the character, but as the actor, the choices you would make. And I love what you said, by the way, because we talk a lot to a lot of young actors and artists who watch this. You can't prepare anything because you never know, not just what the other person's going to do, but what the scenario is going to be. How's the day going to be? How are you going to feel? Yeah. How are you going to feel? So you can't deny whatever your feelings are. I remember once Uh I was doing this show after Sons, uh, uh, Luke Cage, and I was doing this scene with uh, Mahershala, uh, Ali, right? Great actor. And I I meet him in, in the scene and we're playing like partners. And we're these two really tough, like gangster guys. And I started like welling up. And and after the take, he goes, are you all right? Like, what's going on? And there was this history between us from when we were kids, but I wasn't denying it, that I was feeling it in the scene, because if I deny it, I'm denying whatever that character is feeling, right? Yeah. You, by saying that is, and this is such a great lesson, is that so many people plan things and you cannot plan them, especially on a show like Sons, where you get two takes Three takes, maybe one take, man. One I'd be take. like, <laughs> I'd be like, seriously, one. We're going. We're not going again. <laughs> right? One. I can do better. Can we do it again? <laughs> yeah, and that was a little intense. And you would do things. Your little choices. The breath is obviously an amazing one, and I love that you use someone because it is. When now that you, but said I didn't that, know that till afterwards. 
Oh, I didn't man. know I was mimicking that person to laugh because I talked to them again and I was just like, I can't stand you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I mimicked you. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. And the other thing you would do is you would take your time. So if someone was speaking to you, you would like look at them, you'd smile, and then you might move to the other side of the room before you said your next line. And it would confuse the person you were speaking to because they'd be like, what is, what is Stahl doing? And it was just, there was always a plan <laughs> you of made, action. You made all those interrogation scenes so different. Yeah, had, that was really you, fun, You had man. so many of them with Ron and Charlie but these interrogation scenes, baby, they were different. And with Otto, I mean, just different. Uh, really? really? I can well, watch and, this again because I just remember, look, the, the guiding principle was she's just a cat and soon they'll out themselves. I just remember like just watch. I was always very, as June, very watchful. And I was yeah. smarter than all of them. Yeah. So that's all I thought was you're smarter than all of them. And just watch, you know, and it was really fun. I got to watch it again, you guys. Okay. And, I oh, she killed, and June and listen, June, June had a lot of bodies. She killed a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. She killed her girlfriend, right? Yeah. Killed yeah, her girlfriend in cold blood, amazing. cold blood. That was great. <laughs> and, and I said to Theo last, last episode, I said, it was always so great to see you. At the at the finales, we would always meet at the you know the Chinese Man Theater, every, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, and I'd see we'd all see you in season four or five because you'd come and you were so part of the show. Today has been great, Ali. I we can't we can't thank you enough to see your beautiful face and yeah, oh, you guys are know so your family's sweet. great and John's great and we love yeah. you and we're all Tell good. Thank you for having me. It's a that was a great. It really. Kind of warms my heart. It was such a, it was a great experience. And you guys were so fun to work with. So. And you see it and you uh, see it cool. online. I mean, there is such a giant love. The second week, because we talk about stall all the time because we're doing the first three. And then, you yeah. know, when we go to the other ones, we'll talk about whatever. But there was a thing with stall because I do think that the first three seasons of that show were so special because there was nothing like it on TV. No. It really had taken the world by storm, really, after the Gemma assault in ep- season two, oh. episode one. That really changed. Yeah, that was, uh, I remember Katie doing that. was horrific. Remember yeah. that? Oh, God. Yeah. And that was kind of when the show went like, boom, right? Like, right yeah. up. Because, and, and to see the fan, however many years later this is, because we're living in a retromania time, because I think we're holding on to these things that made us feel a certain way. Back well, there then. was so much heart in it. There was so much heart in that show, as violent as it was, as crazy as it could be. There was so much heart, and you really got that. Everybody, everybody wore their hearts on their sleeves, and they loved each other. And you don't see that a lot anymore. Everything's more typical, if you ask me. But you know, that's me. I'm partial. No, I agree. No, you're right. You're right. You're one hundred percent. And and more than that, I don't even even beyond the word typical. I think that it's. It's not as you're not as connected to anything yeah. anymore. Yeah, I don't you know. You don't what have that a is. deep connection to something. Yeah. To anything. Yeah. And it's just because everything comes so easy. I think you're right. I think yeah. everything is too easy and there's too much of it, quite there's honestly. Too much. There, no, that's 100%. There's too much. I think someone said something and I don't, I don't, I, they would have to verify this and I'm sure they will. When Sons was on, I think in the beginning, there was like a hundred and something scripted shows. And now there's like 700 and something. It's crazy. So when you think about that, these characters resonated. Everyone talked about it. I went to a meeting the other day for one of our other companies out here in Austin and all they knew. I love Austin. It, yeah, it's amazing here. Is uh, all all um, 
everyone, all they know, they talk about sons, 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 sons. And it's like, even no matter what you do after, because, and when I talk, no, I know they just, because it was a time in their life that was incredibly special to them because they could link in. So when they know every little move June Stahl made, not, I mean, the fact that we're talking about the breath, the fact that we're talking about the movement, the, the, the way she would, you know, move her jacket and hold her gun and look at people and, and, and the eyes. This is why we had this baby. This is why we had you on the cat and mouse thing. The, the, you're going to do two shows, maybe three. Oh, you're just going to end up screwing all the guys in in, in charming. (laughs) It all changed because of you girl. Yeah. That that character changed because of you. Yeah. Pivotal on that freaking show. And we love you. And now go to your thing. You got something to go to. Go, I got to go to the eye doctor you. to change my prescription. Go <laughs> change your prescription. Exciting. Exciting. All right. Love you guys. How do I get out of here? Just exit out. Just right. go. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, Best, the, the literally the best. Listen to me when I say this. There is no one. I know we had all these others. The best villain ever on that show. Yeah. And it proves it in the finale, which we're going to get yeah. to right now. We're going to whiz through, as they say. Let's go. Nothing. What, what she did in this show, because this is a giant episode for her. Um, this is all the stall stuff that we just talked about. So listen, the show opens up. Uh, Natria Blody. Natria Blody opens up. It's finale time, which is always exciting. Stahl opens the preview. I mean, uh, it's meant to be, right? She was just on. She opens the preview. Yeah. And so it starts with these rats eating the crow. I have a question. How'd they do I, it? Did they put I, like Cool Ranch know. Doritos on this thing? How a did they, how peanut did they butter. get the rats? I'm not sure. But our Wranglers in LA are the best in the world. So Is that the craziest thing? Did yeah. those rats get like their own cast chairs? Yeah. How did they know oh, yeah. how to they, do they, that? They get paid a lot of money to do a that. A lot of money. Yeah. Two takes, rats, go. <laughs> you got two takes. You got two takes. That's it. Here's the peanut butter. Go. Those rats. They, and then they, the, the rats go, stop calling rats. Stop no. calling rats. You get rat tattooey. Rat tattooey. Yeah. Those are the those are the rats that inspired rat tattooey. Okay. So here's something I just want to point out really quick. I love the night riding shots. I do. We don't get them a lot. When we're riding at night with the headlights. Theo, remind me. I think in these finales, we had a little bit more money to spend, maybe. We had yes. A little, we had a couple Correct. more days to work Correct. on the show. Well, Correct. that adds more riding. And, bro, those nighttime shit, they were so much fun, hey, weren't they? This was a riding episode. And I'm going to tell you another thing. Tell me now, because you know it, the music, the motorcycles. Was this supposed to be like a Western film, this finale? Yeah. Oh, yeah it's, okay. it's all Western. It's all Clint Eastwood. It's all... Spaghetti Western. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Okay. The whole show. So Weston and Zobella are at odds. They're not speaking. And and Theo, how come I don't remember Zobel was working with the feds? He's working with the FBI. He's he's on the take. I don't remember. I don't remember that thing about anything. Um, (laughs) I did not first. You want to talk about. Megan was watching part of it with me. What the hell? It was one of the most surprising things. When they said the Fed thing, I went, right? When? No idea. How? Okay. So Tig's taking a nap at the station. All of us are there. Um, 
I remember none of that. I don't none remember us all being at that station. Clay has the, the bandana on. I call it bandana mode clay. That's yeah. when he's, I Five guess that's the choice. That blue and white bandana. He's never looked better. Never looked better. Skinny. And remember, remember in the culling, the show before, we just came from a massive fight with the white national. Yeah. Massive. Fist fight. We yeah. all got, yeah, in the parking lot. Everyone's been thrown in jail now. And and there we are sleeping it off, all hungover, all fighty, fighty, fighty. And Zobel comes out and he's being protected. Like, what? Oh, and I gotta tell you something. Did you remember that? The Mayans are protecting Zobel? Well, I'll tell you before he comes, there's an unser stall scene. He tells her about the assault on Gemma. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good job. Um to bring that up. She lets him know Zobel's history. There was, that's when I was blown away. I was like, what? This guy's a rat? He's doing what? And it reminded me of uh, Whitey Bulger. About what? Whitey Bulger. Whitey Bulger. Yeah. Yeah. Bulger, so, yeah. you know, he was doing all these nefarious things, but he was under protection of the government, which is, again, one of these loopholes in the system where a lot of guys, it happened with that guy, Sammy the Bull Gravano. It happened with a lot of these guys where they go and whip pro and they go and. They yeah. go in these things and then they continue to do what they do. They continue dealing drugs. They continue dealing because their information is greater than the damage. Then, then not doing. doing it. You got to keep doing it to get more info for the cops. That's right. Absolutely. So again, I wrote, I even wrote here, this is all news to me. So the Mayans come to protect Zobel. At this point, it's so funny. There's a show called the Mayans and they're like, we were all lovey dovey at the end. And at this point, they were still our biggest threat. To the club. Yeah. They come no love lost up. between the Suns and the Mayans here. Yeah. Typical I Western tell you, standoff with the two sides. I mean, it was crazy. Have you ever ridden a bike with the ape hangers? I have. It's really uncomfortable. Yeah. It's just a, it's a look, man. It can't be for comfort. I mean, they say you get their ape. They're called ape hangers. For yeah. And you just get to rest your arms yeah. a little bit. The boys put the front pedals on it. I guess you can really sit back, but I'd be afraid of falling asleep. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, and sorry. again, uh, I, I just, for me, I, I think like the blood draining from my, like I'd be uncomfortable <laughs> the whole time. I just don't. So I was thinking about that. Okay. So Unser Weston scene, Unser says a line in there. I know, you know, it, he walks in and Weston's peeing. Yeah. That's you don't His wash first hands. line is, you're not going to wash your hands? <laughs> he has this important information to tell him, but he's okay. disgusted that he didn't wash his hands. And here that's it is. the brilliance of the writing. The fucking brilliance of the Who writing. Who thinks about that shit? This horrific human being that Weston's playing, this horrific person. Correct. The most thing that he's disgusted by is that he didn't wash, wash his hands. hands. Wash your hands. Aren't you going to wash your hands? But the way, like, aren't you beautiful? It's it's fucking beautiful. Okay, um, I want to say too at this point because we give everybody shout out. I love how everybody says, "Oh, they're always so nice to everyone. They think everybody's great," because they are. Rollins, Henry Rollins, who plays Weston, was fucking perfectly cast in this role. And I don't mean that in a bad way because I know Weston's a bad guy. I mean the archetype of the look. With his traps and the way he, the way yeah. he stood and the way he was, was perfect for yeah, that he, role. He got into his skin. Yeah, he got into a very dark human being's skin, and he stayed there. He was quiet. 
He didn't speak a lot. He didn't need to because no. when he took his shirt off, it was all written on his chest. What he yes, um, and he wore that like a badge beautifully. In such yes, a so then way. Hale comes in and Hale's trying to do the right thing. Hale's still trying to do the right thing. Yeah, right. So we go to Jacks with Otto in prison, and he now everybody. What this we're doing in the beginning of this episode is we're regurgitating and telling everyone that Zobel is yeah. a an informant. I'm not going to use the word rat. Is an informant. Yeah. Okay. And we're just going to keep telling people that. And that's going to lay the foundation for all the things that are going to occur as Correct. we go throughout. Um Zobel is now talking about um well before we get there that old western music kicks in for the first time. This yeah. is when we know that they're going to set this up as like an unforgiven yeah. as a western thing. This is the day I do remember. I remember being on that street in Santa Clarita. And we leave you there, too. Juice stays there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the most screen time I think I had in the first three seasons, and I didn't say a word. Um, <laughs> didn't say one word. <laughs> so, I mean, so I'll tell you a little sidebar. Somebody's ringing my door. What's going on here? You're going to hear a dog barking. It's chaos. Okay. So who's ringing the bell? I would so like check this out. All the time. Yeah, go ahead. Watch her. Listen. She's still figuring out bells and stuff. Juno. <laughs> Juno. Good girl. Remember when the phone rang when I was in Kelowna with Diana? The phone rings. Yeah. It was chaos. Come on. It was chaos. Do you know why? Phone. Do you know what? Uh, if you ever read the book uh, Inside a Dog's Head, you know why they bark at people who ring the bell? No. So think about a dog's mind. Um, and again, I've never lived a day in my life without him. Why they bark at mailman, why they bark at everybody who comes up to the door. When they bark, the person leaves most of the time. So if it's a delivery person, a mail person, they bark and they leaves. Leave. So what they're doing is working. Yeah, excellent. So they continue to do it because it works. Yeah. So here's excellent. what I wanted to say. Yeah. On that, I met this person yesterday here in Austin. And uh, she's working for one of the companies we have. And she says, hey, I just moved here from Santa Clarita. And I said, oh, I said, that's funny. We were just I'm talking about that on the show. She said, I remember you guys filming. I was younger. And I remember you guys always filming on those main streets. You guys would always come sure. down. And I remember when the camera, the whole, the whole town would get excited. Yeah. Yeah. And we really did take over that main street of Santa Clarita. And especially this day, we were on that main area and we're having this Western type standoff. We're all there in the beginning. Jax is coming from all the horses on the other side of the cops, the Mayans and the SOA, all of our horses along the, along the side. Yeah, And, and the, the music's playing and we're, we're ready to go. So we cut into the inside, and so Bell's talking to Polly about going to Budapest. Again, don't right. remember any of this, by the way. They, I guess they lived in Budapest. He's from there. He's from there. Yeah. Okay. Polly tells he goes, we're going to go back home. And she goes, Budapest? That's home. He's going back. Have you shot a movie in Budapest? Uh, no, but I was there last year when I was doing Van Helsing, we got to visit Budapest. Beautiful. You got, but you've never shot there because a lot of people never, shoot there. I've never filmed there. No. Yeah, Kevin was going to shoot a movie there right after. I've shot in Bulgaria, but I've never shot so in. You've shot in Bulgaria. Many times. Yeah. So, Sophia. Yeah. Interesting place to shoot a film. Um, I lived in a uh, castle. We'll talk about that later. We're going to talk about that on, on our other on show. Patreon. 
Yeah, we're I can't wait. talk about the castle in fucking Slovakia. Um, so Unser Hale pull up to Main Street, and this yeah. is when they got to come in and kind of regulate a little here and be like, if this pops off, we got to get the sheriffs in, we got to get this. And Unser has basically told him, you're in charge. I am with the sons. I am not going to try to hide it anymore. No, nope, I'm out. I'm yeah. out. It's about Gemma. He loves Gemma. Yeah. I'm going to do whatever it is for her. Yeah. Here's my question, because you know I like to dig into the stupidity sometimes, and I say that in the nicest way. Sure. Alvarez wants to speak to Clay in the middle of the street. Yeah. The cops are all there. Chami PD. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Clay pulls out a gun <laughs> and hands it to Tig or whoever. To me, yeah, he did, to me. Why didn't they arrest him? Because we're in Charming. But he has a fucking fire. Nothing. No one gets arrested in Charming. Hardly. Look, here, this whole scene for me did not ring true. I'm sorry. It just didn't. It was too big, too much, two cops on the, oh, hang on. They're going to, they're going to. No, no one's going to do anything. No one's going to shoot anybody. We're all going to go to jail for the rest of our lives if we do. So it was a suspenseful drop of suspension moment that for me didn't really, really work. Not for lack of trying, but I never really bought much of it. Sorry. And I think and I think you're right, even to the point of him not telling Alvarez that Zobel's a rat and he's saying, because I want to do it myself. And it's like, but you could have made a deal with him and said right right there. Yeah, he's a rat. We'll do it together. Yeah. Again, we're taking a lot of big jumps here. And I know and I know the Sam fam and everybody's going to be like, no, but it's because of this, because I know they like to defend it. But this is just our opinion. And again, maybe I don't remember a lot of this because it didn't ring true to me, because it was like. It felt like a lot of this was for show and not for. I could not agree more. And it was. It's simple. We're doing this show, you and I, and we're telling it the way it is. Yeah, well acted, but it was for fucking show. There's yeah, and I'm gonna and we're gonna we're gonna talk about a few other instances coming up. But but while we're waiting, keep there, let you're, doing, you're on. Keep going. Okay. Dude. So, Otto, we cut to Otto. The guy slams him in the head with the brick. God, so violent. I it was fucking about. brutal, bro. And 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 again, I'm gonna ask you a question. What's the point of Otto whispering something in his ear? that he knows he's going to kill him anyway, that he's not going to have to not tell. Like, what's the point? Just uh, it's well, obviously a, it's for dramatic effect. All right. B, if you want it to be completely psychotic, which you've played enough of them to know it. I certainly have. Um, you might want to think that this is the last thing that this person will remember before they leave this before earth. Before they leave this earth. All right. I'll give you that. Sure. Right. You know what violent, I mean? Like, violent, violent, violent in a library. What was the book playing? Neck. Huh? What was the book playing? I don't remember. They say Sons of Anarchy in the book. So I wanted to know if it's a real book or was it made for the show? I don't know. Peeps, help us out with that. Help us out. I'd like to know. Okay. Um, Weston leaving with his kid, the cruise tracking. Uh, Cameron calls and tells Edmund, you know, he's got to do this. Cameron's a mess, by the way. Jamie, who plays Cameron is a mess in this episode. He's, Can you explain uh, to me been, why? He should have been nominated. 
Why was he a mess? Because they're now trailing him. The Irish are working with, with the Mayans. The Irish are working with Zobel. They're being trailed. They're being trailed by the cops, by the ATF. He's starting to sweat. Jimmy O, who we meet in the third season, is starting to go, what the fuck's going on? What the fuck's going on? So he's in a pickle. He's in a real pickle. And Jamie played him so beautifully. I'll, we'll talk about a couple. Yeah, I mean, he was like, you know, he's sweating. He like you sweating, know what I, yeah. not in a good place. And I love, and again, this is why I say ego is the death of an artist. More importantly, ego is the death of an actor. Is he doesn't give a shit the way he looks. He doesn't care about like that. He's all, you know, sweaty and his eyes are red and he looks crazy oh, and all that. You know, that's one of the reasons why you and I fell in love with this show for seven years. Yeah. Makeup, schmakeup. Yeah. Sweat on the brow, leather, stink. I mean, it yeah. was just the greatest actor gig. If you felt it and were in it the way you and I were. Yeah. And most everybody was on that show. It was just. a Yeah. And I I mean, this is why, again, we just talked about with Ali. Maybe this is the lack of connection to film today is, I mean, one, most of them are super downers. There's not a lot of entertainment, but also the fact that. I mean, you got these guys, like I said, who are playing mailmen who have eight packs, a tan and and they're, (laughs) you know, and their hair is perfect. And I'm like. Really? <laughs> really? Like this is? Do you really look like a GQ model and you work for the how, postal service? How great was Allie on our show? Oh, wow. and and again, we're gonna. Get, I can't wait to All get right, into her. Going. So, Zobel wants to wait for his daughter, which is understandable. That's got to go for a minute, right? He knows where she is. Yeah, he's but waiting. Here's where I got a problem. I okay. mean, he goes. She goes. I'll be an hour. An hour. An hour. We know it's going to take a day. It's going to take. Till the nighttime, at least by the time she gets all dolled up, which she does, goes to buy flat an hour. Yeah, nobody uh, takes an hour. No, it takes an hour. Anyway, keep going. And how about he just said, hey, you know what? I agree. You want to go see this dude, even though I don't like him? I'll wait outside. The Mayans will all wait. Yeah, something. Something. Yeah, it was just it was too flippant. I don't want to bring logic. Okay, so this is a cool part. Freddie, the tattoo artist. Who's on the show? Do you know who he is? No. Freddie on the show, that tattoo artist, and his last name is uh, Leaving Me, which it shouldn't because he's one of the most famous tattoo artists. On I the knew planet. he was a famous tattoo. Good for you. Let me tell you why he's so famous. Do you know what he created? Please. The Reaper. Ah, uh, did he? He created the Reaper. I created the Saskatchewan Rough Rider. You created that on a baseball. It looks like it's on a yeah, baseball and it's a football team, which is odd. But um, football. Oh my God. Freddie, the tattoo artist in this episode, created the Reaper. Yeah. So he has a part on it. We used to like doing that. We used to like bringing people on for the finale who weren't necessarily actors, but existed in the world. Sonny would do them and all these other people would come on. Sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. Um, So... Everybody's got the mask down. The silence is on. Yeah, but hang on. I got to just say, for me, that phone call that Freddie took yeah. with West and laying down, then he gets up and it was too loud. It was too loud. I heard sure. everything coming through the phone. Weston would have heard everything coming through the phone. I don't know why Kurt did it that way. I would have taken that guy. I would have turned him around a little bit. Weston's blurry in the background. He's going, yeah, sure, man. Yeah, I'd like a cheeseburger with fries. Yeah, that something. Like, but he was right there. Too loud for me. Anyway, um, that's. Well, I mean, if you want to cut logic off to beginning, what 
what the fuck's he getting a tattoo for in the middle of all this chaos? He could have held off. <laughs> no, it's so could've true. Fucking, could have held off on the ink. Could have held I mean, off on the ink. I mean, it. just yeah, a day or two until the smoke clears on what's going on with your life. You, you just got out of yeah, prison. Man. All right. So the boys are in the truck. With okay. The so I just want to say this. This is brilliant writing. Megan was watching the show at this point. Every part of you in your existence as a person on this journey we're all on should hate the character Weston. You should hate everything about him. You know what he did. You know who he is. You know what his belief system is. You should hate everything about him. And yet, when he has that talk with his son, you felt something. You felt a thing between a parent and a child where you were like, even though this guy is the biggest piece of shit, you were actually like, God, that's, I'm sad for his son, right? That is, and even though his son is horrible. It was a device that Sutter was so good at in bringing the full character in full circle. Crazy. This guy's disgustingly despicable, his beliefs that we've talked. But you know what? He loved his boy. And he's going to give him that. He's going to give him that before he takes four in the head. And that's what he did. And, that's and, I, did. and, and I, think, <clears throat> I think it shows that, you know, I've always said this. And again, you and I have always had to rationalize this because we play so many bad guys. It's like even people who are really bad yeah. feel that they're doing the right thing because their belief system tells them that, right? And that could be even for people who think they're virtuous, right? You know, I, I know a lot of people who are like, overly religious but they believe their religion and no one else's which is a contradiction of their religion religion because they're supposed to accept exactly exactly you know that's why i always say you know false virtue is one of the scariest things in the world so again this was an interesting thing because this guy who is a bad guy in our world but yet loves his family right Gemma, who's also a bad person loves her family and what i liked what happen in this and i don't know if we expounded on this throughout the rest of the seasons jack struggled with this the killing of him he knew he had to do it he wanted to do it but when everybody's toasting him later on we'll get to that and everybody's congratulating him he seemed to have a bit of like whether he was thinking about his own son whether he I mean, he just killed someone. I'm sure that's, you know, got to feel terrible for someone. But that was an interesting choice that he was playing there. Those little moments. Did you notice that he didn't feel good about it? Hey, I did. And it goes to this. It's very simple. That when you take someone's life, I suppose, I've never done that in real life. Yeah. Ever. They are a father to someone, a son to someone, a brother to someone they do have a life that you know nothing about. All we know is what he did to Gemma was so horrifying. And you're going to go now. I'm going to wait. But he's still a father to the son. And the kid was looking at his dad. And Jax had a moment of that kid's never going to see his dad ever again. That's what that was. That's what that moment was. Yeah. And, and it's really interesting. Uh, and again, it just shows the writing. So while I might not have loved everything that was going on, it's really uh Good for the writing. So now Cameron, who's killing it this episode, tells Jamie his son, McShane telling his son kill stall. I mean, I mean, you have, and this is what he, just kill the ATF bitch. Mm. Now I'm, I, I'm, I'm serious, bro. That's where his head was at 
in the car at the moment. He's losing it. For him to actually tell his boy, oh, no, you're going to kill her. Uh, and Edward goes, but dad, she's, he goes, I don't care. You're going to kill her to prove you're a man. He's never going to see his son again. He's going to get caught. He's going to get electrocuted and die on the electric chair. Mm. That's really what's going to happen. But at that time, Jamie McShane said, no, be a man and fucking do it. Whoa. Talk about high tension. Yeah, that is high tension. And and again, he's brilliant in that because he's really unraveling. Callard Harris, who plays Edward, brilliant. Those two guys, man, oh, man. Yeah, they crushed it. And uh, so now we go to the boys at the bar and even just happy saying how proud he is of Jax. It was almost like he was being initiated. Yeah. You know, weird, 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 weird setup. Like I know Jackson. It it was a very weird setup. And that was still a uh, residual of the culling. All the women and the children are still at the at the clubhouse. We're still being hunkered down because we're going to war. We don't even know what the war is. But they're still there. All the all the you know, all the gals are still there pouring drinks for us all. It was just a a weird celebration, wasn't it, Theo? Yeah, it was weird. And then we get to Gemma with Tara. Sack is following and she spots Polly. She sees the uh the cigar truck and yeah, all that. uh, Yeah. And Polly's all dappered up, ready to go, you know, go see Edmund. And she's gonna follow her. And she tells Tara basically what's up. That's the that's the girl. She's the one, that's Zobel's daughter, and she knows. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And she says a line. She says, always forward. Where are we going? Forward. I love you know, that. She, it's great. That. It's great. It's great. great and she pulls out. Yeah. So Edmund's contemplating the gun. I kind of went down a little bit of a ride here. It was almost like I got on a ride at Six Flags. I had no idea there were blanks in this gun. I don't Funny, know. Not only did I not know or remember there were blanks, I don't remember the gun. Yeah. No. I, I remember none of it any of the planting of it and what we knew the gun was what and this is what's weird because we've already done season three and we're wrapping up the first three seasons now i know stall lives but i'm sitting there going does she get shot right did she get shot in the leg or something or that was the whole belief that she's gonna die that's 100 that that as an audience we were supposed to believe yeah and then I knew something else was off because Stahl is super calm and literally walks up and takes the gun from him. So yeah. I was like, after she tells him, go, go and puke in the bathroom. Don't puke at the table. Just go right ahead. I'm going, oh, no, he's no. going to get the gun. She's she going to get fucking it so shot. nonchalantly. Yeah, I'm on the ride. I have no idea. The, the wool's about to be pulled over my eyes. I don't know what's happening here. Right. I am. I am. So. This is why I say she's the best villain ever because she's one step ahead, but the way she decided to play it yeah. was not actors could play that so many different ways. She played it very nonchalant. The whole thing was like, calm down. I See, need an- and I thought, because I couldn't remember anything, I'm going, I can't wait to talk to Allie about why she played it like that so nonchalantly. Well, Kim, Keep watching the fucking show because then you learn why she did that. That's it's right. called brilliant acting. I know. I know. She knew there was blanks in there the whole time. I'm going, I wouldn't have played it. Oh, that's what. Oh, God, that's good. Now let's get into again. We have some, you know, little uh, loopholes here in the show. She shoots him. Yeah. She lies over the walkie. They wouldn't have come and busted down the doors. They wouldn't have. <sighs> Dramatic effect. 
Dramatic effect. Okay. We needed Cam. We needed Cammy Hayes to hear about it. Yeah. Right. We needed Cammy Hayes to hear his son is dead. Well, she no, she didn't say that yet. All she's oh, saying is they up. were blanks, right. and he Sorry. actually yeah. had the balls. I didn't think he had. So we're there. Right. We go right. back to old West music is back. <laughs> Juice is trying to look super hard. I'm stepping into frame. Yeah, man. Um, is that where you pull up the phone? Yeah. Why didn't you talk? Why didn't they give you a goddamn line? They did. They just cut it. They oh, did. did they? <laughs> yeah, they did. They cut. They cut the line. Yeah, I think I. I think I said something like, "He's on the move." He's something. on the move, and I might have said it like, "Didn't need." Like, He's on the move. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, they got rid of that. They can't. No, there's no time for it. us. There's no time for us. Um. So Jem is ready to go. Polly finds Edmund. Stall in waiting. This was so well filmed, by the way. Can I just Thank say you. that they caught on frame all three actors in Thank different you. spaces they of did. the camera? Good for Sutter. Yeah, right Pretty there. Amazing. Boom, boom, boom. Four. Even caught a foot of, of Eddie Hayes on the ground, stalled by the wall, Polly in the kitchen, and Gemma walking in. Are we there now? Can I talk about that now? Yeah, we're there. We're there. So, again, Theo, and I've seen this show way back in the day in 2009. I saw it at the big goddamn Chinese man theater. hundred years and ago. Chinese hundred years ago. And it all started to come back to me. How no, stall we had to think what to do. Who's shooting who, what she's going to get blamed for what she's not. Gemma's coming in. All hell's breaking loose. Right. And stall has the crazy eyes going, which she does so well, which I didn't talk to her about. She did this thing with her eyes where she would get him real big when she was like oh, figuring yeah. things out. Oh, good pickup. Yeah. And she would just like, that's when she would like either shoot someone or was planning something or was on the phone. See, I could, eyes I would could get never rid- do that as Tig. There's too much blue. Be too much blue going on. Well, I got with that shirt on too. I got to yeah. tell you, Can't it's electrifying. It. It's electrifying, electrifying your eyes. Can't thank God. It. Thank God you're mitigating the color with the sun, with the, the readers. <laughs> with my on, reading glasses. glasses. Yeah, because it would be that that shirt. Too much. Too much. Too much. Green. It's a rough rider, not just on the logo. It's a rough rider. Spare bedroom here is all too much. Rough. It's it's all over. (laughs) So, um, Cameron hears this all over the radio. Here's another question. Look at this. I feel like I'm doing this at every scene. Sack just leaves. He doesn't go check for Gemma. He doesn't drive around well, the he, block. I, <laughs> he doesn't like he leaves her for dead, literally. Well, he just feels that Gemma's going to get caught or she's run out the back. Right. Go try he, to find her. Throw her in the back of the bike. He's a fucking prospect. What is he not looking for her for? That's why he's a prospect. He just split. Bad decision. Bad decision. OK, so Zobel decides he has to go. Um, this is when juice makes the call. Actually. Um, here's my thing. We see all the suns loading up. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You were part of this. Why are are we putting shotguns in our back? Oh God. I'm just so glad you, I mean, good old Bobby, good old Mark Boone. What if it fucking goes off? No, it's, it's called again. There's It'll blow Munson's little ass right off. It'll <laughs> blow Munson's ass off. And there's spaghetti westerns. And that scene, to me, was a spaghetti western. We have more swords and guns and shotguns. 
for a for a for a you know a club that has no guns and we seem to never really have enough. We had more guns coming out of our freaking cuts that day than any. I, I think Sutter went even more. Put more in. Put more. Yell out a couple more. I know. So I had. They, put, I think they had two guns crossed, like oh, like yeah, Deadpool, yeah, yeah. like sort. Yeah. What the fuck is going That's on? What we did. See that was if you're Deadpool. driving we down head of, of the game. If you're driving down whatever highway is in Charming, the four lots of guns, lots of guns, Batman. I would be driving next to them in like a little Honda Accord going, what the fuck? I'm calling 911. Why do they have so many guns? These So many guns. No, Bobby sticking that shotgun in the back of his cut. That made the whole show for me. Oh, my goodness. What a weird choice. That Keep going. We're almost there. Okay. So, um. I don't know what was going on. Super dangerous. Gemma tells on, so she's on the lam. Um, yeah. Everybody's riding with the heavy artillery. And, but I got, I got to say too, like I said, nice bike uh, roll downs by, by the team. I mean, yeah. you know, we really had, again, beautiful, beautiful riding in that show. Yeah. Um, people were cu- starting to come into their own now. End of the second season. It was a bit of a shit show in season one, but by oh, season God. two, we started to really, you know, <laughs> most of us anyway. Most we'll, of us. We'll keep it on the down low. But yeah, everybody knows. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. We did pretty yeah, good. Yeah, but the, I mean, when you talk about the liability of the first season of us, I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know how, don't know how half of it. us are still standing. But the second season, everybody, I mean, we were even doing kind of these moves. You'll see one with Jax later when he pulls onto the pier. Like we were able to. Oh. Can't ride even a that. little more aggressive than we were on these 600 pound bikes or yeah, no, I can't wait to talk about that. Right, let's okay. keep going. Zobel, are we there now? So wait, I, I have to say something. We roll up to sure. the convenience store where yeah. he's holed up. I want yeah. to point out what I was telling you. You're very skinny in this episode. Oh, am I skinny? Am you're I skinny? skinny. Yeah. Did you find me skinny for you? You did. And your hair is very, very light. light. to my boots. Your hair is light. You have a light. You're, you have like an almond brown hair color. Well, you know what would happen, honest to God? Think yeah. about this, bro. We are filming this in November yeah. of 2009. We've had six months of sunshine. And my hair got longer and longer and longer as take. And it just got a little bit lighter and lighter until the start of the next season. It'd go a little darker, then it would get light again. That's truly what happened. You were probably about a buck eighty. No, I was never that light for Tig. I was one ninety though, one eighty eight, one. A lot of yeah, sugar in those Godfathers. A lot of sugar in those Godfathers you were drinking. A lot of sugar in that time. I never ate any food, but <laughs> had to have a Godfather to make me go to sleep at night. Okay, was it just me? Okay, right convenience store in Zobel. Like yeah. Adam Arkin, who's you know, we know what we think of Adam, like brilliant, brilliant. A lot of face acting going on in that scene. He did a lot of like, gotta tell you, a lot know, of like face kids, acting. Like that was a very memorable day for me for a lot of reasons. I don't want to get into. Um, I do remember that day. Did I forget something that happened to you. You did. I'll tell you after the show. I usually tell say everything on this show, but maybe we'll save it. Some for the things other we got to save for. Patreon. Yeah, that was more of a that was like that was a that was a really contentious time on that show. Um, Okay, save that. Yeah, I'll save that. But but um, I do remember that day. It was pretty chaotic. There was a lot of extras, a lot of people, a lot of buses, a lot of kids, a lot of teachers, a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. Yeah, it was kind of at the end. I think you were right. What you said earlier, we had we had um, 
Usually we do episodes in like six to eight days, right? What do we usually we do? We them in seven and eight. We do the, the finales in nine and 10. Correct. Sometimes more. Sometimes we'd add another two on sometimes. Correct. Like, Correct. So that was a long one and we were at the end of it. Um, Jax gets the phone call. He's got to go. Cameron kills Sack. Um, I have a couple of questions here and I mean this in a good way. Yeah. He obviously is going to, he, it looks like he's going to kill the kid. He's got the gun sack plays it pretty well in his eyes. Like he's got to do something. Yeah. He bum rushes him and he gets stabbed. So he really does kind of die a hero in a way, but in that melee Tara doesn't do anything. She's frozen. She could have hit him with like a coffee pot or a pan or. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe when you see something like that. Yeah. You're frozen. You're frozen. And the baby's there. The shock. Yeah. He's going to kill. No, any, yeah. Any violent move. She just thinks she needs to back away from it all. Jamie is. Jamie playing Cameron is fantastic. The Oscar goes too. He's fantastic. I mean, I say that moment with you. I say with Ronnie, all of it. And at this moment for Jamie. Playing Cammy, the Oscar goes to when he's looking at that baby and saying a son for a son. What he did with with Johnny, what he did with has what he did with the baby. It's fucking amazing. Uh, it's just he made it so real, and that's a real child, people. That's a real little Abel, a real little baby. Always twins on set. Yeah. Um, the way he held the boy was just uh, hard to watch. And, and again, that's you guys got to remember. You know who's ever watching this, and and I know we get a lot of stuff from people who are interested in acting or, you know, whatever. I mean, there's a real baby on the set. Yeah. You got a knife and a gun. Remember, these are real guns that have blanks, right? These are not, this is the, the stakes are already pretty high on the set. So obviously safety first, which is, you know, Coates AKA besides agent six, four, four is, it really does amplify everything for you when there's a kid on set, because you now, when you have that baby on set, I can't imagine with Jamie as an actor pulling that big blade out pretty close to that child has to be thinking. Yeah. That's tough. Uh, um, I've never had to do that. I've been in, obviously you have as well, like predicaments where, you know, things are a little strange, but not with another. Uh, I know. I, that's a great point, but I know for a fact that that the the knife was a, a fake knife when of the course. child was involved. There was no; it was a fake. Of course, knife. but I'm just talking about the mental it's as your mental, character. How yeah, much it? Yeah. How much you have to go into a different space? Yeah. Of, you know, you can connect with another person that is knows what's going on in life, even if they're young, eight, nine, ten, and above. But when it's an infant. No. Who doesn't even know what they're doing there? A whole, whole, whole different ballgame. It's a whole different ballgame. So kudos to him for great stuff. Great yeah, stuff. great stuff. Yeah. Um, Zobel calls Hale. Hale ain't sending anyone. He's like, good luck. Loved Have it. Fun. Loved Have it. Have fun. Have fun. Amazing. I've had enough. Call, it, call an Uber before Ubers even exist. Yeah, it didn't even exist. Good Sorry. luck. Call a cab. Good luck. Call community cars. So, um, Jackson crew. Okay. Again, this is my big problem. I got a problem. 
Jackson crew find out what's happening. Clay's got to go. Why wouldn't he tell two of us to stay there? I'm going to bring something up right now. And I know, you know, as much, sometimes more, sometimes less than I do, but I have a, I have a statement to make. I could be completely wrong, but I've heard that as years went on after this episode, that our boy Kurt was wondering why he didn't kill Zobel. Zobel got to get away. He got away. He just left. And he got so much, so many people going, why did you do? He needed to die. Why did you? Yep. Did Kurt ever rethink why we, because he never came back on the show. No, there's a rumor, and and uh, I know Tell a lot about of that. Fans. Like, what happened there? There's a fan. The answer, fans are going to talk about this. Apparently, apparently, yeah. Excuse me. Whether it be season three, yeah. Someone's talking, and in the background on the news, it says a private plane crashed on the way to Budapest. Are you even making that up? I'm not making it up. Unless I, I had a weird, that. unless I was on uh, psychedelics. Um, Who cares if you were? Who cares? I might have been. But, um, you know, Holy unless shit. I dreamed, unless I dreamed that, you know. Um, dreamt it. Yeah. Dreamt I, it. I mean, honestly, I don't know. No, I, I think that, I, and I can't wait to hear what they say in the comments. And, I, and I'm going to read Anyway, them. that's why he didn't keep anyone there. I so think Bell got together. Yeah, so it was intentional that he didn't Correct. want to kill him. It Correct. was intentional. Correct. I think that when it resonated with him a little longer and maybe heard a few things, he did. Maybe. He didn't bring maybe. him back because Adam was directing like crazy after this. Correct. Correct. He didn't bring him back, but he did do something with the news in the background Amazing. in a later season. Okay. Okay. In season three, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Great. Because he should have left two of us back there and said, grab him. Yeah. No, okay. we're all going. Okay. So Bell's flying. Oh, by the way, Clay rode out without strapping his helmet on. I'm sure he did. He did. Okay. His helmet would have went right off. Yeah, was- right off his head. Mine's got and, a big you can't, and you can't strap it while you're riding. <laughs> okay. Well, he so- could. <laughs> <laughs> Keep, going. Keep going. Keep going. You're right. He could. Um, okay. So Zobel flying out. Hell comforting Tara. I'm going to bring up what I keep saying. And I know that this was that they were setting something up. Look at Hale rubbing Tara's leg. He never got over the crush he's had on her his whole life. They were setting something up. He wasn't supposed to be killed. They were setting something up. And it never came to fruition. Because of contract shit. Because of shit going down between certain people on the show. Yeah. He was supposed to be there for a long time. They were laying the groundwork. And why not? What a great part. What a great part. Anyway, that's okay. it. Rubbing on the leg. Okay. Unser's getting Gemma out. Um, and he's rubbing her leg too. Unser in the car, yeah. touching legs, holding yeah. hands. A lot of leg, a lot of leg, a lot of leg action going on. going on. A lot of leg hand, a lot of leg hand action. And you know um, what? Dayton Callie playing Unser in that moment, he would have driven her to Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Yeah. He would have driven her to Alaska. 
to be yeah. in the car with Gemma on the lamb and he's going to take her somewhere. It's the greatest day of his life right there. Oh yeah. He was excited. He had to wear Last a cup. Turn of my he, he had to wear a cup. He has wardrobe <laughs> for a cup. <laughs> <laughs> so Cameron hitting the pier with Abel. I could talk about that running scene till the day is long. If you slow it down, you'll notice that Tommy Flanagan is wearing Converse. He was wearing Converse because he cannot run. None um, of us could run the way Kurt put us through that day. You and Charlie were the bunny rabbits. Yes. Ron and Ryan were at the back. Booney did the best he could. Me and Tommy were in the middle. Yes. But Tommy with boots on, he couldn't, he needed sneakers. He couldn't. We might have ran a half a marathon that day. And I had on Do super it again. heavy boots. Do it again. I didn't know. What? I, we did it 963 times on a pier with loose boards. And you're running. jumping over shit. Charlie's jumping over shit. Jumping. We're just trying to keep up. The, the rabbits at the beginning of the pack. It was a hard day for a cardio workout. Um, I will say that that is potentially, if not, one of the most iconic endings of any show we've ever done. Right? I, I agree Whole, wholeheartedly. The yell, the guttural scream. The- and, and before we get to that, I just got to mention that beautiful little baby cried right on right, right on cue when Jamie set the little boy down in the, in the, in the little bas- basket at the back of the boat. What was that basket? That's convenient that that it's basket convenient. was there. It's, it's convenient. The basket of ropes that was perfectly yeah, colored. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. And stay right there. And he takes off on that goddamn boat. And Charlie and you and Tommy and me and Pearl were all there. And, and the scream. The scream. The, the scream, Thea. Wait nine months. Here's nine a months. For. Here's a scream. Go wait nine months. <laughs> Here's a fucking scream. Take the that kid's water gone. cooler, people. Go wait nine months. Go nine. talk to your friends about this. Yeah, for nine months. What's going to happen to that kid? And I got to tell you something. It all happened pretty quick. Jesus. It all happened pretty quick. Like he came in, Tara's tied up. He, where's the kid? What do you, what do you mean he's gone? What? And then I got to go. I got to, it, yeah. it was kind of very realistic because it would be like one of those things that, what? Yeah. We had a thing happen here. I'll tell you this quickly because it, it reminded me of this and it was such a weird time. Back in the, you know, we've been here, whatever, a little while. And Kane used to like to come out of his bed in the middle of the night and hide somewhere in the house. He used sure. to do this. Sure. Kids love doing that. Love doing it. Parents don't. Where are you? Where are you? Where? Keep going. But it's, it was late. You know, it was like 1030. Kane goes to bed at like seven. Kane? Kane? <laughs> Kane, right? So we're trying to keep it low because Arlo's sleeping. Kane? So Megan and I are like walking around the house. He's not in his room. Kane? He's not answering. Can't now, now the panic sets in. Sure. Checking everywhere. She starts checking the doors, but all the doors are locked. We have sensors everywhere. We, what do you mean? And then, and then that's when your head starts doing weird things. I'm like, did he disappear like into the zeitgeist? Did he just like evaporate? Yeah. Because he's got to be here. Take me up. Take me up, Scotty. Yeah. Kane, come with me. I'm thinking, who's that little shit? Where was he? He was hiding under the table, under a chair. And this is Uh, when we had to teach him that if we say his name, you have to answer. Because it scares mommy and daddy. Because it scares the shit out of mommy and daddy. And then they start fighting because you start blaming each other. Did you lock the door? Where is he? (laughs) (laughs) 
where is he? And, and it was just a full-blown panic. And what I loved about the scene, the reason I bring it up is Jax played this confusion and so did Clay of like, what? What just what happened? He, yeah. he took the kid. And the taking of the child is going to lead to this whole thing where me and you just reassess season three, which is going to lay the groundwork really for all seven seasons of what's happening right. here. Correct. But the able moment, really that scene of all of us at the pier with the big long shot of the camera pulling out was so iconic for us as Sons yeah. of Anarchy. Cause like Ali just said so beautifully, like the wild ones with Brando, with all these guys together yeah. and the camaraderie and Clay at Jack's we're all in love with each other was, at that point. There's beautiful. no dissension. Yeah, you know what? We didn't bring that up, but yeah, the, the man hugs, that Jackson Clay were giving each other in this episode. We thought it was over. It was nomad. It was done. And then Gemma spills the beans. Clay and Jax look at each other and hug one another. And, and then the end of the show, we started the way it began. We were all together at the beginning, all passed out, bruises everywhere. And now we're all in the dock together, having to wait nine months to see what happens at the beginning of season three. Boom. Yeah. And we, and again, I think we, we, you know, this was us all together at our strongest, which obviously all starts to unravel as things start to come. So listen, Ali Walker is fucking amazing. Um, I'm so happy we had her on. Um, she hasn't seen the show either. It's really fantastic Man, it's when people great. haven't. Um, hey, you know what? We're done. We're One, fucking done with the first two, three seasons. And three. And you now we're going means? into the next chapter of this. You started we the show by saying you chapter. thought we were going to do a couple of episodes. We've I done know. a thousand. We've done a thousand episodes. A thousand episodes now. And we got 2,000 to go. Season four. Are we getting right into it? We're getting right into season four next wow, week. There is no stop. Next week, baby. Next week, we're starting season four. We're starting our new show, the new theory show, which who knows what the fuck we're going to talk about, by the way. It's going to be weird. Well, knowing you, we'll have, we'll have lots to talk about. I just sit and listen. Yeah, to I'm going to talk about stop. ayahuasca. I'm going to talk about a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm going to talk about a lot of shit. I'm going to talk about All my right, favorite tea. I'm going to talk on. about philosophies Here on we life. Go. Here we um, go. So we're going to release all that information to everyone of where that show is going to be. It's going to be terrific. And then the Q and A's are going to be fun because I think that we don't, we can't answer anybody on that other stuff because it's a little too chaotic. That'll be a little hub for us. And they're also, they're going to have early access to this show. And this show is going to keep on rolling. And other things. It's a great, it's great for you and me. Season four. Yeah. Season four. Here we go. Season four, here we go. So what did we think of season two, Theo? Do you want to give it a little mark? It's in the eights, right? I mean, Better eight, than season three. 8.2, 8. 8.3, 8.4, 8.5. Well, I got to tell you, I just read something on one of these things like TV Guide or TV something. They rank season two the best season out of all. Seven. Of all. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It certainly I disagree. our whole show. I disagree. I disagree, too. But it sure the show went like that because of it. Yeah, but 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 one of the things they stated, it started with the Gemma thing, the assault on Gemma. Yeah. And ended with Abel being taken and everything that went on in between. Yeah. So to them, it was the most complete season to these reviewers. Hmm. Um, I I obviously am nostalgic for season one because it was so new. Yeah. 
Season three, I always put as my last, but it grew you know on what? us though. It grew on us season it three. It grew on us a ton. Um, I'm interested. I'm really I'm excited to get in season four because it's a bit of a different show. Because yeah. we go to jail at the end of season three. So this yeah. is the first season four. When we start this next week, it's the first time that the season's not starting or the episode's not starting the next a day week or the next or week. Next, yeah, a few days. This is what a year and a half. Year later? and a half. Year and a half later. So I got a question. Why for do you. I look better? I don't understand. Why you do you do? look better? I don't understand. Well, we're going to see. I have a question for you. Should we do the little vignettes too? No, we're going to save that for Patreon. Well, we'll okay, save that good. For yeah, let's do that. Those let's are little bonuses that. for them. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that's not? fun. Because I don't even know where you find them. But let's let's we'll find them. Okay. No, Let's no, do we're, that. We're we'll save that. Guns, no pun intended. But this show is is so great. We love this so much. We'll, we'll keep it the same way. But Patreon is going to be even more. It's going to be kind of crazy good. All right. Well, listen. I'm so happy we got Ali on. I can't wait to hear everybody's reaction. We got a lot launching on Wednesday, and we got the new season coming. We season four. We got this is the finale, which everybody loves finales. We're going to talk about Ali's appearance on this and the uh, new show. So and. Get out of the oh, closet. Keep the eating. Out of the get closet. out of the closet. Get the fuck out of here. God, I love you. I miss you. I love you too, See buddy. you soon. Love you. See you Bye, soon. brother. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T-H-E-O, small R-Y, capital P-O-D. If we're talking Reaper Reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper Reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where the where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say, this life goes by in a blink. So stay up, stay awake, keep being the example, um, and let's keep making a difference. All right? All right. Hey, yo, shout out to my crew, the theory team, the team. Okay. Starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash, to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So shout out to the entire Theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up. Um, incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.